Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Um, Today, uh, before we jump in, we'd love to, if you'd leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, those five stars do really help. Um, we'd also like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. Um, first of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market. I'll get it out. Um, not only are they innovative, unbelievable how shooting machines are, are have changed. You know, I remember when they used to have those long metal racks coming from the court. Um, but how they've innovated, how they've put the trainers right in front of you, it's unbelievable. So go over and check it out. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. There's nothing else on the market like it. Nowhere else are you going to get the bat phone to the person running it. No, you know, yes, they might do quarterly or monthly or weekly calls, but they're not they're not on your beck and call. If you have a question, if you have an email, trust me, I will get back to you. I will respond. I will get on a call with you that day. So come over and check out teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, let's head off to the podcast. Touch base with coaches, and uh, I, I, I had weekly meetings with every kid, sixth grade through twelfth grade, in my program right. uh, on on Zoom. And my daughter would sit in my lap for some of those, and because uh, she's six and she's still attached to daddy, right? And um, you know, uh, in quarantine, I focused on the things that were most important to me, and they were family and basketball. Right. And that was it. And so I can't, I'm not the same person I was before quarantine. I'm not the same, you know, we're going to, I'm going to get up at 5.00 AM and I'm going to grind. And, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm now more focused on family and basketball than I ever have been. Right. No, I think it's, um, yeah, I think this is going to raise an interesting generation. Um, from all of, I mean, I can definitely see, I, I told, I told one, I told my department chair the other day when we were came, we're coming back in and any, we were just talking and he said, I'm going to, what you described is I'm, I'm a little bit of a, I, my wife is convinced I'm part vampire. Cause I, I'm always going, um, but I've been teaching for 32, 33 years. And if pre pandemic, I bet I would have coached and taught for another 10 to 15 years. Post pandemic, mm-hmm. it's probably in one hand because it's like it's it slowed everything down for me. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa. You know, it's like. <laughs> so we we work with a, my my wife and I work with a financial advisor, and he was telling us he's in his uh, early early to mid sixties. Okay. And he looked us dead in the face. He goes, "I can do this for another ten years." And we were like, "Why?" Right. He said, because I don't now with all this digital stuff, I don't waste time in the car. I can immediately go from one meeting to the next and I can see two or three times as many people in a day as I was when I was driving to having to meet people. At the, so it's just, 
you know, I've, I, I like what this it's, I like what this has done because it's made people look inward and assess their mental health and what matters right. to them. Well, and first of all, I, I, this is the math for time is the most valuable resource you have because it's 100%. finite. I mean, we can spiritually talk about that because I'm a spiritual person, but there's a start and a stop <laughs> and, uh, it's finite. So what this has done is it's, 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 it's save. Hopefully you've saved time if you've been effective in this, but so I was telling you before we came on, I haven't taught in person all year. Mm-hmm. I taught almost two months outside of Wisconsin. Some of it was out at my brother's lake house. And I, part of it was in New Hampshire. Part of it was, I, I think I, t- I taught almost for a whole month in Florida because I could teach my students virtually were yeah. anywhere I could have been in New Zealand then as long as I had internet and a computer um so I think that it's it's going to change the world I think and I think it's going to change coaching I just haven't 100% figured out how yet um yeah but also I believe that people have to be in schools I also believe teaching virtually is a horrible thing <laughs> yeah it's not it's not good for all and it's not good for long periods of time no it was no no and i think collegiate i think college kids can handle it better i think i think 15 to 18 year olds need need you and i you and i 100 agree on that yeah they need us i think a 22 year old or a mba student can probably do more virtual yeah. learning and i think there'll be a huge pivot with that um but i don't i don't think i there's an energy force in a school that needs to be there, to be honest 100%. with you. Um, let's see. Uh, all right. So I'm going to go through my, I'm going to go through my deep dives, my rapid fires. And some of these are rapid. Some of them aren't. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go down to these. Okay. What's your favorite brand of basketball? Oh man. Uh, I like the, uh, the Wilson jet evolution. The evolution seems to be moving up. I like the evolution. I, I don't like a ball that has really uh, there's if there's no squish in the panels. I just don't okay. feel it as I, I got to have a little squish in the panels because I can feel it. I've got a good feel for it. It feels good when I dribble it. it feels good when I get it in my shooting pocket. Um, and I really like uh, it's a ball starting to be used more now. Uh, Wilson's come. Uh, my league is all Wilson, so. Um, yeah. I, but we played with the Spaldings. Uh, the public schools went Baden for a little bit. And those are a crime against humanity. Oh, they're horrible. Oh, they're so bad. So, so we, uh, I use the Spalding TF-1000. And the only reason I do is because the most important game of the year, that's what our state association uses. In the yeah. Game. And I like those, but they're a, little, they're a little firm for me. They're kind of a rock sometimes. They are. They're a little firm. If you're overinflated, there's a problem. But it's like... I don't understand coaches that use a Baden all season. And then when tournament comes, it's like, maybe, maybe, but I was, and it's like, don't mess with my ball. Like it's my league, my league is Wilson. We've got to use a Wilson ball and the evolutions. And then they've got this new one called an Evo next. That is just, it just feels like money in your hands. It feels so good. But when public school has gone back to Spalding, which feels like a return to normalcy, but when I would take my my private school kids with Wilson basketballs to these public school tournaments and put a Baden in their hands, oh my gosh! I just I felt for them. I was like, you, I've put this, I've you know, I've I've put this 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 death sentence in your hand. It's it's like it's like oh we're going hey make sure you bring your jug of water because we're going down to the playground and playing outside in the cement. That's the kind of ball you're grabbing. Yes, I know. 
I know. The only thing I don't like about Spaldings too is they they don't they don't wear well. No, like, they are they're one they're almost one year and done. They are, and it's almost like they've done that on purpose. So it's like, oh, plan, planned obsolescence. Yes, I know. I bet I, they have. I know. That's why the evolutions definitely last longer. But it's like I can't use them because it's like, yeah, you you're staying yeah, they, they won't let us. Um, one word to describe your ideal player. One word, geez. Coachable. Okay. Uh, if you go to one sporting event in the entire world, what would it be? Mm. All 10 days of the NBA Summer League. Okay. Uh, no one said that in almost a thousand podcasts. I really, I really want to do that because it's uh, like, I love, like, you watch the NCAA tournament and I watch it a little differently. I don't do brackets. I don't like doing a bracket. I just want to enjoy the game. I don't want to have any vet. I want to love the game. And you watch, uh, you know, like these two, these, these, these brothers from Eastern Washington that almost beat Kansas. Did you watch that game? Mm -hmm. I did. Those two dudes are going to have an eight to 10 year career playing overseas because of that game. If they want it. Right. I love that. I love yeah. kids. Give, basically creating an opportunity for themselves on a stage that maybe that team hadn't been on. That's why I love the tournament. So the NBA Summer League is that on repeat, but it's also NBA teams kicking the tires on new concepts for their new players. So everybody's there to everybody's there to make a team and everybody's there to learn. Right. And so I, I when I watch those games on TV, I just I get a different level of enjoyment. So I'd be the one person going to Vegas, not pulling any one-armed bandits or playing any cards. You'd find me in the gym. Well, the second best game ever invented is in Las Vegas. And what's that? That's craps. <laughs> I'm telling you. We know what the best game ever invented was, but whenever you walk into a casino, where's all the energy? It's at a craps table. At the craps table, I'm man. Not mad at that. I'm not My brother mad at that. has a craps table in his basement. <laughs> it's it is a great game. It is so, really. I can't. I, I need to tell you this because I can't tell my Christian school, but I played poker with my neighbors and won forty dollars. And okay. having being able to basically have free money to to get Chick Fil A or Wendy's all week, I've been on a high all week because that's not real money. It's play money. It is play money. It is play money. <laughs> you can play craps for a while too. And again, it's a stats teacher and me. Like I've been, at, I've I've actually counted cards and been asked to leave casinos for counting cards. Um, <laughs> But it's like you can play it like fifty. It's entertainment. That's the way. That's the way. I mean, I'm a math person. I know that the house. It's called the law of large numbers. The yes. casino is a casino because in every game they have a an advantage. The only mm -hmm. way a casino loses is a world pandemic happens and no one gambles. Yes, Otherwise, they always win. Um, they don't in poker though in the casino because it's interesting how poker works in a casino. You basically they take a cut of the pot. So they don't care who wins at the poker table in a casino. They take like 10% to a max. Interesting. They don't care. You're basically paying for the dealer. Mm -hmm. So that's actually a really good game to play in a casino. Anyway, there's my gambling recommendation. <laughs> I'm here for the rabbits, coach. Don't worry about me. I'm here for the rabbits. Uh, uh, what's your favorite pregame meal? Favorite pregame meal. For me, or did I try to make the team eat that's somewhat nutritious? Either. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's funny because, like, there'll be places that I take the kids 
and we'll eat and then they'll go play like absolute death and it's like guys we can never go eat at that place again whether it's a nutritional thing or it's a superstitious thing um you know pandemic time <laughs> it's, it's chick-fil-a i'm sorry it's the easiest thing to get especially like so many you know even what when we were playing basketball and things started to open up a little bit here you still couldn't go get dine-in in a lot of places right so i had to make the school bus one of the vehicles on my curbside pickup app for chick-fil-a right so there's my toyota rav4 gray toyota suv and then it was like yellow chrysler van was the bus but so i pull the bus up i do a curbside order I had the boys order programmed in as a, as like a one click and all right. I know that, I know that little Johnny likes a four piece, his four right. pieces programmed in. I know this kid needs a grilled chicken club and I had that order preset. So two clicks and Chick-fil-A was bringing five yeah, bags. Of food of all, Chick, if you want to see how people organize stuff, Chick-fil-A knows how to run stuff. At least when we were driving back during the pandemics, Chick-fil-A was like, you'd always go through the drive-through, the pickup was, I mean, it's like, um, so I always know our tip-offs tend to be like 7.15 PM, 7.30-ish. We have a chick, we, we, our high school is on the far, so was Madison's, a, the, the county we live in in Madison is about a half a million people, mm-hmm. state capital of Wisconsin. So it's pretty big. So uh, literally across the, street from my high school it's the largest mall probably the largest mall in dane county and it mm-hmm. has a chick-fil-a so i know that if i don't get if i don't do my post game and i don't do the interviews and all that stuff and i don't get everything called in they close at 10 uh, <laughs> so i know i know i gotta i gotta pull out of the parking lot by 9 50 if i want to get my chick-fil-a now okay post game meal that's a, that's a horse of a different color yeah because that question what, what's your post game i should add that i'm gonna add that to my oh you got to do post game meal because coaches eat their feelings coach oh they do coaches they eat do. their feelings uh i'm on a, i'm on a oprah winfrey type of weight loss and gain uh when i'm in and out of season um and uh so uh post game there's a there's a pizza hut that's open till midnight that right. has a drive-through that's good the problem and then uh, there's a there's a, a, a I'm a sucker for a I don't know if you guys have them up there Taco Cabana. No, we don't have those. Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Please go over and check our website teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Uh, 14 day free trial. It's got it's got office hours. It's got one on one calls. It's got handouts. It's got practice plans. It's got how to do just, it's a, it's got a roadmap for you. That's what you need. A roadmap. Um, so go over and check that out again. It helps us keep the lights on and helps us keep this, 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 uh, train of chugging, um, subscribe and like, we would love that. Um, if you love these podcasts, especially in Apple and Spotify, if you leave us a five-star review, we would really appreciate that. All right, let's head back to the podcast. Okay. It's a, it's a chain that started in San Antonio and it's gotten as far North as like Oklahoma but they're open 24 hours and that could be dangerous. There's, there's stuff downtown because obviously we have the U- university of Wisconsin, Madison, right. 40,000 you got college town. You got, if I literally want to eat, I can go downtown at 2am. Yeah. Now, do but, I want to go downtown at 2am? No. no. And college towns, college towns are full of 24 hour greasy carbs to yeah. avoid the hangover. Yeah. So I'm going to give you some advice. I'm into, um, I've been into this for about three or four years. I, I fast, um, Fasting is actually really good for your body. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've done a lot of research on it. So, um, you know, I, I put in a little weight early in, in the pandemic, but then I got back because I was around the refrigerator too much. I needed to go back to work to get away from the refrigerator, to be honest. Mm -hmm. with you. Um, but, but fasting is really good for your body. If you know, I mean, think about how long humans have been around, you know, 300 years ago, we were trying to figure out where our next meal was coming. So, yes. And especially in the winter months in Wisconsin, it's like, so it's actually really good for your body. Um, you'll know if you do it, if you ever try to do it, um, usually I go about 18 hours between meals sometimes. Mm -hmm. Hour 12 is going to be tough. But yeah. then once you get over it, I get, you get a second boost of energy. It's crazy. See, I'm, at, uh, I'm at hour. I, I try to do the same thing. Um, but when I, if I, if I, for me, sleep is so important and it's the hardest thing to get sometimes in this, because if I don't, if I don't get sleep, I wake up craving the carby greasy thing. That's going to make me feel better. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, and for the young coaches, you don't have this issue that are listening to it, but there's two ways to really lose weight. I'm going to tell you, get rid of the sugary drinks. Just, they should be gone. Like Gator. I mean, when you're older, you know, soda, drink water, drink green tea, drink black coffee. They have no calories. It's basically very good for you. And then carbs are carbs are the killer. Yeah. Um, because what I tell my students is that what happens is what does a carb turn into? It turns into sugar. So I can see it in my classes. They go home, they go out and they get like noodles or they get something to eat after at lunch, all carbs. And then two hours later, yeah, all those carbs turn to sugar. They get to sugar high and then they crash. And it's like, I tell my players, it's like, no, you got to get protein. You got to get things that that are going to keep that energy level up. Nutrition is a huge thing. And it's a deep dive. I have to do at some point on mm -hmm. the podcast, but um, nutrition is really important. Um, they, they, they don't think of that as a 17 or 18 year old. No, because they're invincible. They are. <laughs> and they could probably eat anything. But when we're in the tournament trail, we feed them like we replenish in the locker room. Like mm -hmm. I have meals, like when we play a Friday, Saturday, you have an hour and you have like, I, I've talked to nutritionists and think you have like an hour after that, after they come off the court, you have like an hour to get everything back into them. Yeah. The they window. Window. yeah. That window. So you can't send them home. I feed them. I literally give them everything they need and sit there and watch them eat it because I got to replenish it for the next night. Cause it's like, otherwise they're not going to have a full tank of gas no matter yeah. what they eat when mom gets home and feeds them. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, what's one thing you do to relax? One thing I do to relax, um, man, I hate to say it because this is going on the internet. I'm a huge star Wars nerd. Well, I love star Wars. Massive I'm a, star Wars I'm, a I'm you gotta go to, you gotta go to galaxy's edge, man. Swear to God, look at there's my magic bands. Where it doesn't really fit my personality, but I am a Disney fanatic. No, fanatic. so uh, like, Love so Disney. like I just finished uh, the Star Wars Rebels cartoon for the second time, full run through. Okay, um, Galaxy's Edge will be too much for you if you haven't been. It will be too much. It will so be too I, much. Uh, you know, I've got I've got things I nerd out on. Um, I love I love. I love Marvel. God, I love you're Star close Wars. enough. You could you can almost drive to Disney World, couldn't you? Mm, I mean, Florida to from Houston to Orlando, it's about a ten or eleven hour drive, oh, maybe nine, good. maybe nine. Stop it! You're putting bad ideas in my head. Um, so I, you know, I have little things I nerd out on, uh, and and uh, they cause a problem because like I'll get I'll start binging something and fall asleep on the couch, 
and wake up at 2 a.m. in a stupor and go, oh, God, I've got to I've got to go, you know, yeah, I know, I practice know. at 7 a.m. So, um, you know, those those little things are good for me. Uh, I try to I try to uh, do cardio and weight train as much as I can. Um, I don't enjoy it, but at the end, I feel good about myself. And uh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, then, it's like uh, yeah, I was taking my dog for two walks a day during the pandemic. Just to make yes. Myself, like, and then, uh, you know, uh, time with family, time with family relaxes me. Um, and that's one thing that the pandemic really brought into focus for me was just how good being with my wife and little girl is for my mental health and, and my, my blood pressure and how, how, how much it brings it down. I'll give you, I'll give you a stat for the coaches that are listening to this that I just read when you're, when, cause my son took a gap year, he graduated, he's going to Middlebury. I'm wearing my Middlebury's thing. So he, took a, he took it, he took a gap year. So he graduated last year and decided not to go. He has a shoe. He has, he has, has a shoe business. He buys and sells shoes. Yeah. Shoe, bro- shoe broker. Anyway. So he, he decided to work on that for a year and then he's going to go to school in the fall. Um, so I read this article about halfway through the pandemic that when you're, when you're, when your um, son or daughter leave the house after high school, not you, you have 7% of the, of the time you're going to have together. The rest of your life is 93% of that time that, that they'll spend with their parents. 93% is in that from the day they're born until they're 18. That's and then the rest of their life is 7%. Because think about it. He's going to come home. He's going to visit. He might come home for some. He might even come home for summers, maybe for three or four years. Mm-hmm. Then he's going to be off. He should be. He's leaving the nest. 93% is in those years. So I think about me. I'm, my, parent, my, my parents are in their 80s. So that's from the point I graduated in high school in 85 until now has been 7% of the time I've spent with my parents. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. I've so never enjoy heard that. Time, by the way. Yeah. And you definitely. have a good window right now. Well, how old is your daughter? Six? Six. Oh, that's a great, six to six to 11 is the magic window. I'm telling you. It's when they still love you. <laughs> and they'll pay attention. It's like six to six. Yes. There are no diapers. Mm-hmm. Six to 11. Perfect window. It is. Enjoy that window. Uh, do you have any superstitions? Oh gosh. Uh, I've, I've run through superstitions. I don't have one that, that stands the test of time. When I was in high school, uh, I had, uh, uh, my, I have family in North Louisiana and I grew up going to Louisiana tech basketball camp. Um, both my grandparents graduated from there and, uh, I would always get a pair of shorts, uh, every summer at Louisiana tech basketball camp. And I had to wear those under my high school uniform. Um, um but I go through uh, I go through windows of uh, when I was at Memorial High. If I played a zombie video game during the sophomore team game prior to my freshman A game, the varsity team would win that night. And so I had so every game night I had to get on my phone and play a zombie video game because that was my duty to the varsity. Um, and then uh, you know I'll I'll go like. Uh, a certain hoodie will become lucky in tournament time. A certain polo will become lucky. Uh, so I don't have one. Oh, uh, one, one has stood the test time. I have to have empty pockets when I'm on the bench coaching. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a balance or a chi thing, but at the, at the beginning of the game, like right before the ball goes up, I'm just emptying my pockets, either handing my assistants things saying, I need you to take this. I can't have this on me or I'm, I'm filling my backpack up with keys and phone. 
I can't have anything in my pockets when I coach a game. So here's what I tell people. So I, I believe rituals are important more than superstitions. 100%. And that's what I tell the players. Don't You're not going to win or lose because you put your left shoe on first. But, it, you know, I get them dressed up. We're in ties. We do shoot rounds in the morning because I want them to start thinking about the game. That's part of it mm-hmm. um, because they're, te- they're teenagers. Um, my worst one was when one of my undefeated seasons, I had to have like a number five for McDonald's. And it was like 27 of them later. Yeah, that's, like, that's, oh. that's tough because once you start that. You can't stop. You can't, yeah. Like you don't want to be the guy that stops it. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have, I don't have, tend to have a lot of them anymore. Like I'm, a, I'm always the last one on the bus. Like there's some stuff that like coaches, like mm-hmm. I have to be the last person on the bus. So I'll literally get off the bus and get back onto the bus. There's things like that. <laughs> And, and, and the things like, but, but there's some, and, and the, and the boys will mention it to me sometimes if I don't like, you know, um, do some of them like, Oh, you got to do this. or got to do that. Um, describe your perfect player in five words. Perfect player in five words. Uh, he's coachable. He's resilient. He's the leader. Uh, he's skilled and he's smart. Okay. Uh, best basketball player you have seen in person. Best basketball player I've seen in person. Um, Derek Rose. Okay. It was uh, so the Final Four was in Houston when Derek Rose was at Memphis, and this is I'm 37, and you've got a couple years on me, um, but that dates me a little bit that I saw Derek Rose play in college, and. Uh, it was either, no, it was it was the regional tournament. It wasn't the final four. It was the regional tournament, and he got a steal at his defensive free throw line. But they were running a they were the other team was running a set where there wasn't anybody up high, so it was just daylight. And to watch him take that ball from about seventy five feet from his free from the opposite free throw line to a two hand dunk was the fastest and most athletic thing I've ever seen. It was incredible. And, and that moment sticks out to me, just like how special that was, you know? Right. No, I, yeah, I mean, I, we all have those, those specific one moments. Who's the best basketball player of all time? It's Jordan. And it, it's Jordan and everybody else. Uh, what's, your, what's your most commonly used learning tool or basketball resource? most commonly used learning tool or basketball resource. Uh, I'll tell you the resource that I use. It's not a learning tool, but I use it. Uh, I, if you, I sent my practice plans as an attachment, as a prep for this, it's an app on my phone. Okay. It's an, it's a practice plan app on my phone. I can plan practice from anywhere. Um, and it's, it's real easy to load in drills and set time for practice. And then it gives you the option to view what you've done as a PDF and I, I, I air print it from anywhere on campus and they're ready to go. I like that. Okay. Um, if you could only teach one skill, what would it be? Ball handling. Really? Why? Because ball handling is one of the few, ball handling and defense are really the only skills that you can, that you can see immediate growth in that's proportional to the time you put in. Okay. Shooting, shooting is an inexact, shooting is an inexact science and its growth is messy. 
Um, teaching a kid to make good decisions and be a good passer, that growth is messy. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to turn the ball over on that path to learning it. But if you got enough basketballs and you can put a basketball in everybody's hand for about eight minutes of practice, you're going to see immediate growth in your, in your supplemental players as ball handlers. I've had years, like I've had years where I got to the point where everybody on my team that wasn't a post could use a ball screen just because I, we worked on enough ball handling that they could do it. They couldn't score out of it, but they could take a ball screen and make the next read and keep the offense moving because we devoted eight to 10 minutes to everybody having a ball in their hand. That I love that. I love that. That's a golden nugget for me. I'm going to, I'm going to deep dive into that on my, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go for a long walk. I'm going to deep dive into that in my head. So it was, so you talk about rituals. Uh, I hired an incredible assistant coach last year. That's a skill guy. So I'm not the skill guy anymore, but before he came on campus, I was the skill guy. And my ritual was while I had the kids doing their warm-up drills, I'm dropping cones for how we're going to do ball handling for the next eight, 10, 15 minutes. And I just, I believe that I can put a basketball in your hand for, you know, anywhere between five and 15 minutes a day, you're going to grow in that. And we're going to be able to see that in game. You basically just gave me my discussion for my coaching meeting on Tuesday. Cause we're going to dive into that. I, I, I love that. that. Cause I think I, I, it's the math. I, I think you might. I, Hey everybody, hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us keep the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join 14-day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five-star review. That would be good. All right, maybe. Have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.